Welcome to Manufacturing Mastery with Graham Fitzgerald, the podcast. My name's Graham Fitzgerald, and for over 30 years, I've led some of Australia's largest manufacturing organisations, riding the highs and lows, the occasional failure, and the plentiful successes that inevitably come with being in business. This podcast is aimed at helping you, the progressive Australian manufacturer, with practical, current, and real-world advice on navigating your pathway to sustainable success in manufacturing. Myself and my special guests will cover everything from how to embed a planning framework into your business, new approaches to innovation, the importance of culture and how to lead change, and navigating the new normal as an Australian manufacturer. So manufacturers, let's master it. In today's podcast, I'm joined by a person who I've worked with, has been a customer, and now works in various levels of government to facilitate and support their programs to assist Australian manufacturing. I'd like to welcome Peter Davies to Manufacturing Mastery. Peter and I first met in business during our time in the Australian steel industry, specifically the gas pipelines and piping systems markets. Since that time, we've crossed paths in different leadership roles in engineering organisations, and now we have a common interest in the development of Australian manufacturing to be world-class. So today's podcast theme, I've titled uh, Developing World-Class Manufacturing, which I know is something that Peter's pretty passionate about. So welcome, Peter, to Manufacturing Mastery. I know you're passionate about Australian manufacturers growing and developing their business and to achieve great outcomes. I hope you can share some of your journey during our time today and also perhaps where you see the opportunities into the future. So welcome, Thanks, Graham. It's uh, quite a... uh, Thank you. Quite a pleasure and privilege to be with you. Well, I started out um, my time as training engineer in Tubemaker's Pipe Fab Division, worked on power stations and sugar mills and BHP plant mills around and mainly heavy industry around Australia installing pipe work systems. After 27 years, I left one still and half of that time was in middle management in national operations roles, but it was time for a change. had a stint with an international mining processing company, uh, time as a in a GM role with a national fuel and design company and another Australian role in Fletcher Building in concrete products. For the last four and a half years, uh, I've been delivering the Oz Industry Entrepreneurs Program uh, to advanced manufacturing clients in New South Wales. So it's been a long history of operations and manufacturing and general management, engineering and project management in the mix. So I assume that you've learned a, uh, a lot through that journey. That's a, a wide uh, range of experiences. Um, so what is it that attracted you to, to work with Oz Industry in the Entrepreneurs Program? Well, I was, I was attracted to Oz Industry to, to be able to use my experiences and to apply them to other businesses, to provide a personalised support to match their needs. And it's so good to meet and work with um, a huge range and diversity of manufacturing companies across the regions. So it was really uh, uh, a great fit. I've learned so much. I've learned what success is and how to achieve it, what failure is and how important people and leadership are to a business. And I've learned that Australian manufacturing is strong. It is very innovative, it is resilient and it is dynamic. So uh, I guess um, in that respect, uh, you're probably seeing things that um, are common across different businesses that maybe are critical aspects um, required for manufacturers to be successful. 
Yeah, Can you share with them what you think they might be? Yeah, yeah uh, that's a very good question, Graham. Um, foundational to um, success is a sound, capable leadership, be it a business owner or be a, a team in a large organisation. A strong, balanced leaders are the key to success. A close second is a customer-centric focus uh, by manufacturers and manufacturers who seek to solve customer issues. And that's, that's very central to growing a sustainable business, no matter if it's a mature market or a new market. Again, the value curve, uh, as we call it, is also very key. Gone are the days of a manufacturer making good profits and growth just from making widgets. Having design and conducting R&D, pre-manufacture, and having distribution, after-sales service, installation, spare parts, post-manufacture, they're bringing in higher GP. It locks the customers in on the service provision, and, and that's become so important. I think another element of success and profitability and growth for business is around adopting new technology, um, from simple to complex technology to solve a client's issue, to improve internal processes of their own company. There's an abundance of technology which can deliver multifold improvement uh, to a business. It's interesting. Um, the first one you, you talked about is the leadership piece. Um, you know, in a, an earlier uh, podcast, uh, we spent a bit of time just dealing with the leadership stuff. So I, I'd be interested in your take as to why that's so important? Well, leadership's fundamental um, to a business. Um, the business actually will prosper solely on the back of good leadership. A leader who's inclusive, who engages their people, who is not afraid to have uh, new skills and new uh, capable people join the team to add to the skills that they already have. But to, but to have a plan and have a vision for the company is so important. Yeah. I found that uh, passion of leaders um, is, is, is also a, a common element of successful businesses. But to actually have leaders who are prepared to continue to look ahead, um, foster their people, build capability in their people, it's, it's so important. And those companies that do have leaders that do that, uh, they do very well. Oh, that's um, uh, very uh, similar view to some other people I've spoken to. Um, I, I also, uh, I really warm to your comment about um, the the future development, the R&D, the improvement, that, that type of thing. Is that something you see um, manufacturers embracing well as general or is it maybe more a select few that might be doing that? Uh, I think Australian manufacturers don't lack the, um, the drive to innovate um, and to think outside the square. They're innovating most days across sectors and geography. But I see a bit of a gap that some manufacturers do the innovation in a bit of a cocoon. Um, they forget that the improved product or the specific product they make has to have an end market um, or provide a solution to an end customer or it becomes wasteful and it's not a useful item. I think the manufacturers um, who are customer-centric, and, and by being customer-centric, they can gain market competitive advantage and grow their volumes, 
They have the potential to enter new markets uh, and become known as a solution provider through their, through their innovation and research and development work. It doesn't have to be complex, but it, it's a way of developing products, services and, and, and deliverables to a market. Also, a lot of Australian manufacturers don't identify their intellectual property, um, uh, be it in prop, uh, products or services or processes which uh, are key for the differentiators to their competitors. Um, most of them struggle to determine its value and, its, and how to protect it, so that's a bit of a gap. Yeah. And companies that innovate, they normally have a simple opportunity funnel and when they apply that to the items that's trying to innovate, they can help grow their business, uh, get to a niche product that's really increasing their profitability, lock in their customers. And when a company starts to innovate or has a, a process of successful innovation, that is um, momentum to seek further innovation. I think um, one of the things you uh, mentioned there uh, brought back a, uh, a saying that I was once told that um, my solution has no value until I understand the problem that it solves. And uh, yeah. so what you're saying is often sometimes um, uh, the innovation might happen, we could develop a, a wonderful new product or service, but um, the we forgot to understand where it's going to be applicable. So That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so you, I don't. I think from what you've said there is, you know, the the criticism that Australian manufacturers lack innovation is probably not a fair one in in that perspective. But there's an opportunity to to grow the understanding of the application of innovation in markets. Is that right? Exactly right. Um, innovation is a way to make that great product even better, or that service, or the process. Um, and it is it is a definitely. Um, an opportunity for businesses to um, be unique and have a market competitive advantage, and that's so important. Um, competition, be it imports or be it local, it's really important to have something that differentiates you from the others. And uh, it's also exciting to have a business that's actually prepared to m- improve or make changes and have buy-in from their business. So they, they're businesses that... that um, that flow flow along very nicely. They're, they're the, they've, from my experience, they've been the best ones to work with and work for is when stuff's happening and there's improvement and new ideas and uh, the energy in uh, those businesses is is far greater than uh, in those that are just busily doing what they're currently doing. So Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So can you uh, maybe share your thoughts on um, how you see the greatest opportunities for Australian manufacturing, you know, in um, 2021 and, and beyond? Sure. Um, I think there's plenty of areas of uh, great opportunity for uh, advanced manufacturing. Um, and I think the first one enrolls their people. I think with uh, the, the key opportunity they can glean from this with technology by, by being inclusive with the people through innovation, I think businesses are now seen that being flexible and agile uh, and having a customer-centric focus is vital, and this allows companies to flourish. So really the first greatest opportunity is to build upon your own people and seek the people that will will grow your company. I think another great opportunity that's uh, evolved recently in the last year and onwards is going to be exports, and exports have been a 
it has been surprisingly very strong during the COVID second half year of 2020. And as the COVID, COVID impact diminishes on a daily basis for us now, our well-planned and researched and targeted export markets uh, are now becoming really achievable and attainable. And advanced manufacturing really has a particular strong opportunity involving the large market of the USA. Uh, and it's a very strong trend. Another one that I see is opportunities around adding services and uh, along the value chain, like installation of your product or aftermarket service or providing critical spare parts. And I also think, sorry. Go, 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 go Peter. Yep. Sorry. And I also go. think that um, another point I'd make here, that some sectors I think will foster more opportunity domestically, and these are the sectors like uh, clean tech and energy. Space is now becoming a focus food and agriculture of, of dependency. Defence continues along that line. I think technology adoption through Industry 4.0 uh, areas is another great opportunity. So I think some particular sectors now will continue to uh, be like advanced manufacturing and continue to be a great place to be. So that's um, so. in that respect, you're really talking, I guess, uh, if I understand your, uh, the, the way you're speaking there, Peter, is that adding value to the existing uh, products and services by application of technology and those, um, that sort of direction is something you see as a, um, a, re- a real opportunity for people over the, the next uh, period of time. Uh, certainly. I think for the next, next few years at least there will be uh, a great appetite to add value the um i was uh, going one of the things that struck a chord with me there when you were talking was um uh the comment about the importance of um identifying the people who are going to help you take your business to the next level um yeah. so potentially the the old adage of finding the the uh cheapest um people to uh work in my business uh, manufacturing business may not necessarily be uh a way to uh secure success in the future is that uh, what i could take from your comment that's a good that's a good observation graham because things like design um that that's a particular skill set and it involves technology cad design um, lots of different applications are are now in play for uh, creating and developing and improving design so that's one area that's that's new and design traditionally what we're seeing is is uh, a younger generation can can join advanced manufacturing through design. Um, so I think that's that's a very sound value add. Yeah. Uh, one example. Of yeah. That. No. Good. Thank you. So one of the things that I uh, try and include in uh, this podcast is, you know, my goal is really to help um, people who are listening to uh, be able to take away. Um, particular ideas and actually applied in their business, hopefully straight away after they've listened. So as a facilitator responsible for achieving real uh, business developments in uh, with conjunction with the Oz industry, can you share with us what you see as the maybe the, the key element or the one thing that business owners and managers should be addressing as their foundation for success? Sure, and that's a great question. Uh, it just comes back to one thing um, as a key takeaway, and that's have a plan. Update the plan 
and get external help if that's needed to develop one, but get a clear and dynamic, I think, one, three, and a five-year strategic business plan that covers all the elements of your business. And then share that plan with all the others not involved in development plan inside your business because the key part of this is communication of the plan. It's no good developing if you don't communicate it. But make it real, make it simple, and make it visual. And then once you've got done that, uh, develop the plan for your business. Work on the plan and then review the plan at regular intervals that suits your business needs. And also check performance against what you've targeted and then adjust the activity as you need. But a plan's really a pathway. It's really a, it allows all the people in the business um, to know to be on uh, the pathway but know where the plan is, know where you're headed. So I really would sum that up by saying uh, get a plan in place. It's foundational for success. That's um, <clears throat> uh, pretty amazing um, that you came up with that uh, um one of the things that I think I've taken out of the last 12 months in uh, supporting and working with uh, manufacturers and other businesses is the power, even in a very difficult year, of how having a plan allowed all of my businesses that I've been supporting to actually finish that that very difficult year in a much better place than otherwise. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, I couldn't agree with you more, Peter. I think that's... That's the foundation piece for me. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've had a, an opportunity to uh, build a wide range of experiences during your career. Um, from that, what's been your greatest lesson in that time and how is it influencing uh, you in what you're doing today with Oz Industry and the, and the Entrepreneurs Program? Can you share that with us? Yeah, sure. Um, I've had a lot of great lessons, um, but one sticks out above them all, and, that, and that's all about people. Now, how to lead people, who leads people, who's accountable and responsibility, who's involved, uh, I think. I no longer think it's just uh, the senior management or owners who determine the company's success, but I think the most successful growth companies I've seen and been involved with are those with all their people engaged. I think building the capability is also vital with the people, building teams around leaders so there's diversity and those skills brought in. And, and also in building the capability, technology, technology is also drawing and demanding that capability be built in, in businesses. But a simple principle involving people is holding self and others accountable in leadership. I think that builds on engagement. It builds on commitment and it builds on the capability. So I, I still personally use these leadership elements and plus a few others to drive my own performance and how I guide other business leaders, yep. how we help shape companies towards, you know, their best and most vital asset is how to utilise their people well. Yeah. I. Um, it's uh, amazing that uh, the... The subject of people and uh, customers continues to come up in the um, in in many of the conversations I'm having with uh, manufacturers, and uh, they truly is an area that um, I think develops the the future success of businesses. So yeah, I think that's a great thing. So 
Is there any other comments or um, things that uh, stand out for you, Peter? Um, you know, I, I could talk for hours about manufacturing, <laughs> as you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, anything else that um, opportunities or threats or challenges that come to your mind? Uh, a, a quick one on some threats. I think COVID has highlighted to all companies, but in, in manufacturing in particular, the need to be diligent around your supply chain. Um, there is uh, logistics and extra cost in that. So supply chain uh, element has uh, has caused some real issue. I think uh, the onshoring element where people were, were buying products from overseas now that some have already started, there's a good momentum to bring offshore produced products back uh, or elements of the manufacturing back into the country, which is, is, is a good thing. And also I think that um, uh, that's some of the threats, but also I think that it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to look for new things and new markets the way that the digital platform's been used to communicate, that gives a great opportunity to get your products and services out to the bigger Australian market, not just in your region, not only in the state, but a potential to get your product and services um, uh, out to a bigger audience. And I think the other thing is not to be afraid to take up um, digital platforms that will help you sell online or give advice online or get customers get some technical data but you're getting their interaction with them i think the the use and development of technology and technology was adopted a lot in 2020 with tech, with the covid issue yeah. and if we can build on that for manufacturing it, it it will just lift performance and improve outcomes and uh, it'll accelerate uh, those things that have been traditionally uh, take a lot longer to achieve i Look, I, I can't thank you enough, Peter, for um, the you giving me your time today. I, uh, a lot of the things you're saying uh, resonate resonate so strongly. Um, you know, and sharing, you know, thanks for sharing some of your journey over the last few years and the challenges and opportunities you see it. Uh, my perspective, I guess I know that if manufacturers believe that it's possible and they're willing to confront those challenges and do what it takes, there's no reason not to expect a bright future for Australian manufacturing. So, so thanks yes. for your time and the insights, mate. Pleasure. Thanks, Graham. Thanks very much. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was great to have you. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch through my Facebook page, Graham Fitzgerald, Manufacturing Growth Specialist, my LinkedIn page, or via my website, grahamfitzgerald.com.au. That's G-R-A-E-M-E fitzgerald.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast so more manufacturers can find out about it, and we can build our community of masterminds manufacturing in this great nation. Talk to you soon.